It's not Halloween, but in some regions of the world, it's Ghost Month. What does that have to do with crypto? A guy gets stopped by the TSA for carrying Bitcoin in his backpack, and Travis and I jump into the ring, each dropping $100 on a coin in a friendly competition. May the best investor win, and may your crypto IQ increase from listening to this episode, number 17 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. friends and welcome to blockchain for blockheads we're retitling the show no actually it's the bad crypto podcast the show for the crypto curious i'm joel calm blockhead number one and over here next to me is travis wright blockhead number two hello mr blockhead i am not joel calm I <laughs> yeah this is great so we are both blockheads we are rocking and rolling here on this crazy crypto train Moving right along, episode 17 is here, folks. Buckle We're in. Going off the rails on the crypto, crypto train. train. <laughs> I, 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 I. <laughs> Man, we date ourselves so much with these musical selections. By the way, none of that stuff is made up, guys. This is just random pulling it out of our ear because I get a song in my head or Travis comes up with a, a tune and away we go. I'm pretty sure we went off the crypto rails on the crazy train back in episode one. Yeah, we've, we've ever actually been on the rails. I know we're off the rails and already we're in episode 17. Uh, the show continues to uh, break new records and thank you. Uh, we do continue to give away bad coin. And if you check on the blog, you'll find out how to do that. But what we really want to do is focus on our final giveaway of Stellar Lumens. What episode was it that we began this giveaway, Trev? I believe it was episode 9 or episode 10, one of those. Number 9, number 9, number 9. Yeah, um, we started giving away Stellar Lumens. We had an interview with uh, a representative from Stellar. And um, ever since then, we've been letting you guys sporadically know that we've got a chunk of lumens to give away. Well, this is probably going to be the final chunk, 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 chunk. And we are going to give away, uh, not telling you how many people are going to get it. So you got to move fast because there's only so many sets of lumens left. But basically, they're packs of 500 stellar lumens. And that's worth on the market, I want to say about $10 in, in uh, U.S. dollars, right? They have increased in value, and the remaining lumens that we have to give away are looming large. <laughs> and it was episode 10, Joel, whenever we uh, first launched uh, Stellar Lumens. So, uh, okay. So, if you want to find yeah, zero one zero, the binary show. If you want to find out more about uh, what stellar lumens are and what you do with these things, when you claim them, you'll get an invite from us. And the way to do that is, how do they do that? How do they claim their lumens? So what you're going to do today is you are going to go to badco.in forward slash news. We are bringing back the uh, the newsletter version to, to claim your lumens. So what you're going to do is you're going to go there. You're going to click it. You're going to claim your lumens. That's going to send us your email uh, as you sign up for the newsletter. And then what you also have to approve that you want to join the newsletter. So you're going to get an email back 
from uh, our email provider. You got to say yes, we want to approve that. Then what we'll do is we will go through and start sending those out over probably the next 48 hours. And you will become luminary. You will become one of the lumineers and say, hey, ho, because that's what they do. That's, that's, that's pretty the much lumin- what they the do. Actually, one of my best photos I ever I've ever taken. I was in Paris, and uh, at nighttime they sometimes do really cool effects on the Eiffel Tower, and mm-hmm. it said Lumiere, and it had these cool sparkles all going on. I got this amazing photo. Actually, I will post it in the show notes because I am so proud of that photo. So. Wait, Lu- Lumiere. He was Lumiere. the candlestick from Beauty and the Beast. It means light, right? Or it candle? Or- it does. It, it means, means light. light. Yes. Oh. Lumiere, we will put. The, this is no relation to Stellar Lumens. We're just being silly and nothing at all. Yeah. Oh, French toast. We're going to teach you something now, and it's going to come from this question. What's up, Joel and Travis? Uh, my name is John Delancey. My question for you uh, is, and you may have covered this, or you may be planning to cover this, but how? Do we do our research? How do we find the things like Neo that come on the market at 41 cents and then go to $41? Uh, what resources have you found or what methods have you found to do that kind of research? Or do you just kind of spray and pray, put money everywhere and see what happens? So that's my question. Uh, I'd love to hear it on the podcast. And uh, best of luck and continued growth for the Bad Crypto Podcast. It's awesome. I'll be listening. Thanks. That is a great question, John. So there's multiple ways to do research. Isn't John Delancey, wasn't he on Star Trek Next Generation? Wasn't he Q? He was the no, actor. I have no idea. Yeah, John, I, no, it's probably a different John Delancey, I'm guessing. I'm but sure, I think sure. the actor's name that played Q on Star Trek Next Generation was John Delancey. He was great in that role, too. Like I watch guy. so little TV, it's embarrassing. I mean, it is, it is it is a shame how little TV that I have in my in my repertoire. Well, I have lots of '80s TV references uh, in well, early '90s, but after then I'm done. That was that was '80s and, and '90s, I think. Uh, anyway, go I'm ahead. I'm more of a what? Star Wars guy. I apologize for the Star what, Trek. What's the answer to the question? Yeah, so we've had some. We've we've gone over this before. There are different methods of of monitoring it. One of the ways that I like to to kind of research and figure out which ones that I want to that I want to cover is I'll go to you know CoinMarketCap.com. I will click on the, the there's a tab called trending. I like to look at that and I like to see which ones each day are growing, which ones are, um, you know, that have had some movement or maybe have, have fallen down a little bit. I always like to just kind of check out the spikes and see what's going on. And uh, so I'm always looking for, you know, companies that have at least maybe a million or two in volume over the last 24 hours. I like to see a little bit of movement and then I'll just check them out. Like if they have, a, a, you know, a million or two or above in volume and they, you know, they have a, a decent market cap or it looks like it's growing, then I will go and research their company. I will go to their website. I will go read their white paper and whatnot. And there's also some really great ways to do research on ICOs. Do you want to cover that, Joel? Um, yeah. So there's a number of sites that we refer to for those. One of them, actually, I should pull it up here. It's called CoinSchedule.com. Uh, now, this doesn't list comprehensively all the ICOs that are going on, but it does list quite a number of the crowdfunding and ICO um, 
things that are in process right now as well as those that are upcoming. In fact, one of the things I like about this site is it shows you how far they are into their ICO. Uh, you know, as of today, I'm looking at one called Teleport ICO, and it's 98. 99.83% done, and it's in the gaming and VR space. There's another one which um, I don't know anything about called Authorship, which I do want to look at because I'm an author. I'm wondering what they're doing. It's in the content management space, and it says 50.9% done. And then there's a list of the ones that are coming up on a calendar. And that's a fun way to kind of poke around and see what people are doing. You know, most of them don't get my attention and I pass by, but if you click on any one of them, you could read more about what the token and utility is, what the dates are, what the cost is to invest, whether or not you can invest as a U.S. citizen or not, and uh, links to their website often in their Slack and their Reddit, which by the way is another great place that I do research is on Reddit. Yep, and there are a few other places that I like to personally go aside from the coin schedule. There's one called topicolist.com. So that's a curated, up-to-date list that's going to share which ones are upcoming or recently have passed or which ones are trending. There's another one called icoalert.com. Uh, Cointelegraph, they actually have their own ICO calendar, which is pretty helpful as well. There's actually several different places. ICO list is another one, ICO countdown, and also tokenmarket.net has some as well that are coming up. So there's a plenty of places. So just go on the Googles and type in, you know, ICO, upcoming ICOs or ICO calendar or, you know, upcoming ICOs. And uh, you should be able to find uh, plenty of places to do some research. Yeah. And finally, Travis, there's no shortage of Facebook groups. If you just True. type crypto, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin search, many That's of them. That's dangerous though, brother, because there could be some pumping or dumping up there. Well, up it's all those. dangerous. Look, mm -hmm. Listen, in a great time for the disclaimer, we are not financial advisors or experts or of any kind. Uh, as we said, we're a couple of blockheads that are uh, just enamored with blockchain and make sure you go do your own due diligence. When we talk about any type of currency here, that is not making a suggestion that you should do anything with your money. You are responsible for the monies in your accounts and uh, you, you realize that uh, crypto especially is a very risky um, investment model. And so never invest what you cannot afford to lose. And with that, let's go to the news. Very scary. It's ghost month in August. What the heck is, what is this, Travis? What is ghost month and why is it relevant at all to cryptocurrency? Right. Now, I, I do want to give a disclaimer on this. This could be complete FUD. Fear uh, uh, under, uh, in doubt, right? Is it fear under, what is the other one? Fear, fear uncertainty. uncertainty in doubt. Yeah, it could also be BS, Barbara it Streisand. Completely, <laughs> it could completely be that. So I saw this post on Steemit, which is a cryptocurrency social media site, right? And they were talking about they understand now why NEO and OMG and 10X, which is pay, and some of these other cryptocurrencies aren't moving. And so here's what's going on. This is, this is the theory. And then we also have another couple of links about what Ghost Month is. Uh, so in, in, in China, they have NEO. Japan, J Japan has the Omizgo, Omizgo, Omizgo. How do you pronounce? We just call it OMG. That's the OMG. Same. It's really weird word. O M I S E G O. Omizgo, I want to say. Omizgo, Omizgo. I don't know. 
I don't know either. That's from Japan. And then 10X is um, in Singapore. So these countries have what is called a ghost month every August uh, each year. And this this year, ghost month lands from August 22nd to September 19th. And what that means is, you know, as the month moves into ghost month, people in the stock market traditionally become a little bit more fearful of ghost month and many advise to ad- avoid investing at all during that time that is considered bad luck right well well here's the reason they believe that uh, according to chinese legend ghost month is when evil spirits are unleashed from hell and roam the earth bringing bad luck wherever they go so uh, apparently there are businessmen that are superstitious and in good number that just kind of hang back during this time you know stay off the ghostly radar i suppose yep yep so if you actually go and do a do a google search for ghost month superstitions and check out ghost month i mean it is something that a lot of you know folks in asia are superstitious around and so which is interesting to me because it's also the 8th month which eight is a very big, powerful number for them. They love in Asia. They love the number eight, and um, and so I don't know. It's one of those things. So what they're saying is there's some there's seven tips on how to deal with Ghost Month. Stick to the basics. You know, during a slowdown, it's best to prioritize these important expenses. Reschedule large ticket expenses. Don't miss paying bills. Take on extra jobs. Avoid pay- unnecessary debt. Etc. Uh, Etc. Et Those are just some of the uh, the financial advice that they have for folks in Asia around Ghost Month because transactions, financial transactions, it's not something that folks like to to do more investing during that month. So who knows? That could be complete bogus and BS. And you know, it's, we're in a new we're in a new world with folks pouring money into crypto. So that may or may not matter. But we have noticed that the prices of those have sort of remained steady and not really moved all yeah. that much. Yeah, um, yeah. so who knows, uh, but it is an entertaining story nonetheless. Speaking of entertaining stories, this is actually an old story, but I doubt that our listeners, for the most part, have heard it. it, it this news is what we call old news. This news is crusty. It's so old. It's from February of 2014, but the story is so entertaining that I feel like I have to share it. And again, this is a story that may be legend. We don't know for sure if it's fully corroborated, but I like to believe it's true. And the story came from TechCrunch.com. TSA reportedly demands to inspect man's luggage for Bitcoin. Apparently, this guy was going through security and an airport security personnel said we wanted to do enhanced screening because, quote, we saw Bitcoin in your bag and need to check. Right. We saw Bitcoin in your bag. <laughs> how, how so he responded. Did, did he have did he have one of those Joelcom physical coins or what? I, and I don't know. This guy, his name's uh, Dave or Dave Davy Baker, said, "What did the Bitcoin look like?" Because the guy wanted, you know, he wanted to see if he could describe it. And the agent said that they look like tokens. And since it was illegal to travel with more than ten thousand dollars in cash, that there was a warranted probe. And so, uh, you know, I don't know how somebody frisks you for, for a Bitcoin. warranted now, probe. Like what kind yeah. of probe? That sounds that sounds not fun. Well, it's TSA, so you never know. Uh, you know just, uh, don't, don't probe me, bro. 
Yeah, don't um, right. So I almost <laughs> I almost said a joke that would have gone beyond the explicit warning and totally off brand. Yeah, so good job. You gotta, um, I'm yeah. holding my fake Bitcoin. I understand if you had like a stack of fake Bitcoins, um, you know, these one ounce uh, nickel it's probably made of, but it's gold plate and has a B on it. I can understand somebody who doesn't know what Bitcoin is going, you know, this guy's carrying a wad of some sort of precious metal. Mm -hmm. But um, again, this was several years ago and hopefully people understand now that you can't see Bitcoin any more than you can see ghosts during ghost month. That is true. And you know what? That was in 2014 when that happened. I mean, here we are in 2017 and people really don't understand Bitcoin today. Three years ago, they were even more clueless, right? Right. Well, there's a lot of people that are still learning and and many of you are here with us and uh, we're grateful for that. Uh, Travis, we got an email in our box last week telling us about an event that's taking place in Aspen. And uh, I'm not going to give any details about it now, but it's a blockchain event. And it got me thinking, how many crypto and blockchain related events are there in the world? And I went to coindesk.com forward slash Bitcoin dash events, which will be in the show notes. And I am completely blown away, blown away. Looking at the calendar now. I'm going to, it starts September 7th. For some reason, the ones that are in August aren't on this part of the calendar. But September 7th, the blockchain conference in in Kiev, that's Ukraine. September 7th, blockchain and Bitcoin conference, Stockholm, Sweden. September 9th through 11th, breaking Bitcoin in Paris. Oh, say bonjour to Lumière. September 10th, shape the future, (laughs) Bitcoin and blockchain global summit in Beijing. September 11th through 14th, Finnovate Fall in New York. This list goes on and on. There's a whole page that I'm looking at without scrolling that just goes to September 25th and it fills the page. Mumbai, London, Moscow, uh, Essen, Zurich, Vienna, San Francisco, Dublin, Vancouver, Chicago, Houston, Cambridge. I mean this, and then I scroll and the list just goes on and on. Um, There are pages of of conferences. Which ones do we go to? You know, that's that's a hard one to think. And, and, and if you're actually looking at the list, it only goes to February, right? So this is essentially just six months worth of, of conferences. And it looks to me like there's about 80 of them on there. Just, wow. just, in, the next, just in the next six months. So we're going to get to explore. I have a feeling that this podcast is going to take us all over the world. And by the way, if there's anybody that is putting on an event and and you're interested in having us come speak or want us to attend as press, uh, reach out to us. In fact, all y'all can reach out to us for whatever your needs are by going to a number of uh, different places. You can email us at badcryptopodcast at gmail.com. You can go to badcryptopodcast.com and click the contact us link. Of course, find us on the Twitters, but we've also got a phone number. What's that phone number, Travis? That phone number is 708-885-9030. Yeah, great place to uh, ask questions, leave feedback, um, especially if you want to ask us what our Bitcoin address is because you want to send us wads of Bitcoin that we can put in our backpack and have recognized by TSA um, when we go through Is that a correct cl- classification for a bunch? Uh, we have wads of Bitcoin? Is that? I don't know. How many, uh, you know, you a have gaggle? a gaggle of geese? <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? You were that going was a there. goocher. That was a goocher. Oh, my gosh. Pinch poke, buy me a Coke. Um, 
I don't know. What is You guys let us know how many, you know, uh, you can get a stack of Benjamins, a, right? A bevy, a bevy of Bitcoin. A bevy of Bitcoin. That wouldn't be bad. A lot of Litecoin. <laughs> uh, one more mention on the state of the market here. This story that showed up in Cointelegraph. Dot com. Uh, the news here is is really interesting because although some have said we're approaching a bear market for uh, cryptocurrency, rawr, as of today, what's coin market cap today, Travis? Coin what's market. Called? What's the total value yeah, of total uh, market cap? Of all the total crypto. market cap today. Well, it looks like we're sitting at about one hundred and sixty-six billion dollars billion okay and you know what's going on well this article says investors pull billions from stocks as new bitcoin crypto options appear um you know we've we've discussed before your incredible loss of uh, value in the precious metals you've invested in and how if you would have bought crypto instead you would be laughing and and jetting around the world in your own private jet but the fact is is uh, the price of precious metals are down and while the stock market is at an all-time high um, they're seeing the CNBC has reported that the stock market has seen the largest withdrawal rate since 2004, with more than 30 billion being taken out of the markets over the past 10 weeks, which a huge portion of that is is leaving precious metals. Where's the money going? It's going to the cryptos. And uh, what's actually interesting is our is our friend over at at LA Token was quoted in this one actually, which is interesting. Oh yeah, you're right. So we're actually going to have an episode coming up uh, shortly with the CEO of LA Token. Uh, just went through a very successful first round of their ICO, Valentin Prebrajensky. I believe I've said it right. Um, that was the best way you've. That's the best time you've ever said it. That was very yeah, nice. great. Well, he's going to be coming up in an episode. We've got an uh, in a ICO spotlight as well as a bad crypto extra. I like to roll my R's. Travis, you ready to get into the cage and battle this out? Let's do it. Here we go. Travis, do you remember when we started this show, one of the initial premises was that being regular guys who are new to crypto, we would take some of our own money and invest it and then see how we were doing a week or a month later and you know see who made better investments i do recall yeah but we haven't done that and i think it's time for a friendly wager between you and i are you down with it i'm down i'm down all right so here's the rules of the game um We've each been researching some altcoins. That is everything that's not Bitcoin, everything, and kind of everything that's not Ethereum or Litecoin. Because I'm I'm starting to consider them primary coins, even though technically they're altcoins, because their market cap is so big. Mm-hmm. And my suggestion was is that we each pull a hundred dollars, uh, a crisp, clean Benjamin, out of our wallet, and we look at coins that have a cash value of five dollars or less uh we each bring three to the table to talk about so we're going to talk about six different altcoins here um as reasonably as we can with as little information as we actually have and then each of us are going to pick one of those to toss that hundred dollars and invest into 
And then 30 days from now, we're going to see where that investment has taken us. Right Those on. And so that's great. And so just so everyone knows, today is when we're recording this, this is August 30th. And so at the end of September, we should do another show and uh, go over what we know. Exactly. We will do that. We'll let you know this. And we'll probably let you know the State of the Union along the way, too, because if I'm doing better than you, you know I'm going to poke the bear. And, uh, you know, if you're doing better than me, I'm going to say, well, on to the next segment. (laughs) (laughs) There is one other rule, though. Um, And the one other rule is that we cannot invest in a coin that we already own. Right. So it's not like, hey, my, you know, 10x is doing really, really well. I'm going to toss another hundred dollars in it. No, no. These have to be all new. That's bogus, Joel. That's that's just the way it is. Some things will never change. Mm-hmm. Said who? Some things will never change. Dude, I don't know. That's a set. That's a song. Oh from the, from man, the, that uh, was Bruce Hornsby in the rain. Bruce Hornsby. Okay. That was the song that put him on the map. You are really, really dating yourself now. Well, I, you know, I was a former DJ. <laughs> that was true. actually like that's a real surprise. I Rock one hundred seven WPGFM. Sure, Ben. I can't even say it now. I'm gonna wait. Let me do it again because that came out so bad. Rock one hundred seven Urbana Champagne's classic rock WPGU. There we go. Very nice. I was also a radio disc, disc jockey. Okay, give us your DJ voice. So my disc jockey, so it was great. I was 13, so my voice would have kind of been like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. KMAM, KMOE in Butler. Nice. We should be podcasters. We maybe want to do a podcast someday. When are we going to do this, uh, the Joel and uh, Travis crypto show? Oh, you mean this crazy thing we're doing now? Okay, so you go first. <laughs> Um, do you want to like do all three and then I do my three? No, let's do, do one at a time. Okay, okay you go first. Tell, tell me about the first of three that you're considering dropping your crisp, clear, newly minted Benjamin on. All right. The very first one that I'm thinking about is the BAT token, B-A-T. Uh, that is the basic attention token. And it is a blockchain-based digital advertising platform that was uh, from the creator of JavaScript, uh, he was also the co-founder of Mozilla and Firefox. And what they've done is they built a brand new uh, browser called Brave. And Brave does not allow the injection of JavaScript. It has no ads that are popping in organically. So it, if you're on mobile, Brave, it's a free browser, but oh my God, it is so smoking. No ads, no spam, no injection of viruses and JavaScript into your thing. So, so what they've done instead is they're like, well, hey, well, what about these publishers that are creating all this great content? How are they going to still get paid? And so what they've done is they've created the basic attention token, which is, in their words, radically improving the efficiency of digital advertising by creating this new token that can be exchanged between publishers, advertisers, and users happening on the Ethereum blockchain. So you can check that out at basicattentiontoken.org. Currently, it is it has a $242 million market cap. Uh, there's a billion of them in circulation. There'll be $1.5 billion when it's all said and done. Today, it is worth 0.24223 cents. So almost 25 cents. 
Okay, fair enough. Here's what's really interesting. I actually have four coins open in my browser, realizing that we're only I've got to pick three and drop one, and Bat was one of the four. So um, I'm dropping that from my consideration, and instead, the first one that I'm looking at is called CoinDash. The website is CoinDash.io. Uh, their tagline is Into the Future of Trading. And what this is is a crypto-based social trading platform. Um, get insight about your crypto portfolio, benchmark it against the market and other traders, follow the best performing investors, and invest exactly like them with the copy trade feature. Discover new opportunities, new tools. They've got an ICO dashboard, automation, investment, and more. They've actually got a beta app running right now. So this is a, this is a download, or it might be web-based, but it allows you to access your portfolio, the trader network, the marketplace, and it looks like the beta app is uh, now on both iOS. I'm not sure if it's just Android or iOS and Android, but they've got 8,500 users that are registered for this. They've created almost 8,000 portfolios. They've been featured um, in, in a bunch of different publications like Bloomberg. And their token, uh, the symbol is CDT. And, and it's an Ethereum and ERC-20 token. And you use the token to view, follow, or copy other traders' portfolios and strategies. So like if you don't know what you're doing, you might look at this and go, you know, is there somebody here who does know? And you use your token to do that. You earn coin dash token by sharing your portfolio in your investment expertise so it's this market of buying it's really an information marketplace uh coin dash is currently uh got a market cap of 47 million and change and it's sitting at about eight and a half cents not bad so it looks like they're integrating into neo now as well yeah looking on their website now I recall we've talked about CoinDash in the past, right? There, when they did their initial coin offering, they were the ones who had their website hacked and their Ethereum address switched out with another address. So seven oh, you're million right. dollars worth of Ethereum got taken off the top there. I wasn't aware of that, but you're correct. We we have mentioned them before, but I haven't owned any, and I don't think you have either. I haven't owned any either. No, no, no. Okay. I did not. That kind of scared me away. All right, All what right. do you got next? So my second one that I'm looking at is a, uh, it's the coin, uh, it's called Zero X. And Zero X is a- you got to be kidding me. Okay, is that District OX, DNT? Nope, it's OXproject.com. Okay, okay <clears throat> so great. So totally different one. So the District OX is different than Zero okay. X. Because so, <laughs> come on, what do you, what do you like read my email or something? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. No. Uh, so it's basically what this is. The world is becoming tokenized, right? And so the Ethereum blockchain uh, is hosts a variety of different digital assets. And uh, it's basically like all these different thousands of assets are going to be tokenized and move into this, into this open financial network. Now, this is an interesting one. So this is one that's already been out. They have already done their, their ICO. And there are a lot of projects that are building on top of 0x, including District OX, right? So Augur, Aragon, Maker, some of these other ones, really nice, nice uh, companies that are popping up. They are being built on the 0x platform. And so you can go to 0xproject.com. The, uh, the coin is the, the code is ZRX. The market cap is $165 million right now, and it is, it's getting about 5 to $6 million per day in, uh, in, in market volume. 
And uh, look at this, there's 500 million in circulation. There'll be a billion in circulation total down the road. Right now it is worth about 33 cents. Alrighty, 33 cents. Uh, all right, next up on mine is one that I've been watching for some time and, and if not pulled the trigger on, it's called IOTA. Um, the symbol of IOTA is I-O-T-A. Actually, it's M-I-O-T-A. I'm not sure what the M stands for. But Money. Money. <laughs> Myota. Uh, it's iota.org, and it's the backbone of the Internet of Things. And the Internet of Things, of course, is how we are connecting all the machinery over the Internet. You know, whether it's going to be your smart home or whether we're talking about parking meters, right? Everything being connected and tied together in, in this economy from their web, from their official blog, the main purpose of IOTA is to serve the machine economy by enabling fee-less M2M, that's machine-to-machine -machine payments, tamper-proof data security, as well as a whole range of new tools and products that they're working on and we'll talk about soon. Um, they've got a vision to work together with some of the largest companies in the world and keep user-friendliness of their, their products in mind. They've actually got... A, a, a GUI now, a wallet, an IOTA wallet. I'm not sure if it's for um, iOS and, or Android or both, but, uh, and, and I'm still not totally clear on the functionality of how IOTA works, but I know they've tokenized this thing and they've got 2.779 billion uh, in circulation. The market cap of this is 2.4 billion. Uh, looks like it's had a, a pretty decent run lately and the current price per token is 86 cents in change on top of the change. So that is M-I-O-T-A, M-I-O-T-A, yes. right on. And coincidentally, it used to drive a Miata, right? Yeah, all right, well, there you go. <laughs> what a coinkydink. <laughs> what's your, what's uh, number three for you? All right, so three for me. So what's interesting is that there is blockchain can do so much in so many different businesses, and there's a lot of uh, you know venture capital folks type coming into the space, right? And so what we're seeing is there's actually some interesting uh, VC groups that are founding that are creating their own token and then they are allowing folks to come in and invest on some of these new ICOs that are popping up. And so one of them is called CoFoundit and CoFoundit is CoFound.it. This is a platform that connects uh, to teams that are trained to become serious blockchain businesses. And what they do is they go through this process where they select uh, these various different ICOs. And uh, from what we've heard, we've, we've actually chatted with uh, or chat, going to be chatting with one here in the future with one of the companies that actually have gone through their process, which is how I heard about them. And uh, so they do this one to two week selection phase. Then they do this sort of boot camp type of thing where they're going through eight to 12 weeks where they're working with these team of, of blockchain specialists and helping them get their stuff ready to roll. Then they go through their ICO fa uh, fundraising and then they transition into becoming businesses all on their own. So if somebody actually has a great idea about it, you can actually go through the process and apply to be a team to go through co-found it. But um, 
I found it really interesting. They've, the, the companies that are gone through are, are very well vetted. Uh, Musiconomy is, uh, is one that's actually going through and going to become a crowd sale by, by crowdfunding. It's going to be the next one that's popping up. So I, I found that really interesting. They are at about an 81 uh, million market cap right now with about a million dollars a day in volume. They have 325,000 of their CFI tokens out at a 500 million total supply and right now it's about 25 cents per uh the the token so all of mine are right around 25 to 35 cents per coin the ones that i the ones that i had saw so co-founded okay uh and my third one i you know i was afraid you were stepping on my toes with your ox thing but this is actually district zero x uh is the the name of the business the token is dnt uh, is what you're looking for if you're following the bouncing ball and coin market camp, uh, but it's districtox.io, and this is um, this is really fascinating because they're building a community here. It, it's actually District OX is a network of decentralized markets and communities uh, where you can create, operate, and govern them. It's uh, it's Ethereum uh, powered. It's also Aragon and IPF powered. Uh, I don't know what that is, but districts are basically marketplaces and communities that exist on their own. They're autonomous, decentralized organizations on the District OX network. So essentially, all citizens of the internet, that's you and me, will be able to create and deploy your own districts to the network free of charge. And so what does that mean? Well, think of it kind of as a social site, right? Where you can post, you can list stuff, you can search, you can filter. There's It's gamified a little bit with ranking and reputation and there's monies tied to it through payments and uh, in invoicing. Um, I don't understand the governance by Aragon, I think that's another platform that it's built on top of this. But if you'll go to the website and scroll down, you'll see there's already a number of districts that are put up here as a sample. One of them is called Ethlance, which is a decentralized job market for uh, anybody from freelancers to full-time career seekers. There's Name Bazaar, which is a peer-to-peer marketplace for exchange of domain names using the Ethereum name service. There's the Meme Factory, um, which I, I can only imagine, um, you know, knowing what memes are, that could be a fun one. And then there's, when this is fully deployed, you'll be able to build your very own districts. It is currently with a market cap of $61 million and the uh, with 600 million tokens in circulation, it's currently sitting at over just 10 cents per token. Uh, so there you go. There's uh, Travis's three that he's investigating and my three. And now the moment of truth as we cue the Jeopardy music. And we each pick which of these um, three tokens that we've each brought to the table are we going to select one to uh, invest $100 in. So what do you think, Travis? I think that this is a, this is a fun thing. I think we should probably do this at the end of every month. We could sort of go over and say, "Hey, here's what we've here's what we did this month," and then we talk about the, the upcoming ones for the next month. But again, we're not making recommendations on any of these that you should buy. No. This is all about you checking out on your own, do some research on your own, and figuring out because chances are. I'm going to pick the wrong one. I have three good ones that may do something pretty good this next month, but who knows? I might pick the wrong one. Joel might pick the wrong one. Uh, we both might we both might lose money this month. Who knows? Right. 
So don't take any of these things as we say as gospel of like, oh my God, Travis picked this one. He picked bat, 0X, and CFI. I better grab some. No, no, no. Do your own research. Do not just blindly go and, and do that. Well, I don't we're think doing triple good. disclaimers on this episode. <laughs> well, really, we should because almost after each one. So my gut feeling, all three of the ones that I picked, I think are, are, are going to have a pretty good chance. I have uh, the research that I've done is that BAT, they're going to release their new Mercury version of their platform in mid-September. And looking at the, the way that the, the, uh, the trending lines are looking, it looked like that could, that could take off. Uh, it's not anywhere near its all-time high. So I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with BAT as my $100 pick for the month of September. Okay, and it is difficult. I mean, as I'm looking at all these, I'm like, wow, there's there's really a lot of potential here. And if we had time, I would just ask, you know, our listeners to vote on which one to go into. I think knowing that CoinDash has had some initial problems, um, it, it does make me a little wary of it. I'm seeing more buzz and chatter about both District OX and uh, and IOTA. I like to have more tokens. Okay, this is not smart investing, by the way. You don't invest in something just because the price is lower. But um, since I'm only playing with $100 here and District OX is $0.10 as opposed to IOTA's $0.86 a token, I just want more tokens. In, in my account, and so I am going to go with uh, with DNT for uh, for my hundred dollar investment, and DNT. that is my final answer. Yeah, it's dynamite. <laughs> I hope it is. I hope DNT. it's explosive. <laughs> and uh, with that, guys, uh, we'll report back as the show goes on. And of course, you can watch for yourself. Uh, we'll report how we're doing with our investments, and we're just grateful that you're here and listening, and would really appreciate it if you would click the subscribe button wherever it is you're listening from whether it's on itunes stitcher radio google play youtube soundcloud it would mean a lot to us to know that we're in your listening queue for your podcast diet we love being all up in your ear holes we do uh okay hey that's a it's a wrap we love you so much it hurts we'll catch you on the next episode of the bad crypto podcast and until then stay bad Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of bitcoins and and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.